0: Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard Monorail Supply Co.'s podcast. Our next stop is a world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Now introducing our pilot, Kenzie. Hello, my lovely humans, and welcome back to the Monorail Supply Co. podcast. I am so glad that you are here. I'm your host Kenzie, and today we are going to try something brand new. I'm always trying to bring you the most value in any way that I can to help empower you to make confident decisions about your Disney vacation because you know yourself and or your family and friends better than anybody else does, and so I want to give you the information that you need to make smart decisions about your vacations. So today I'm going to do that through a dining review. This episode today is to give you a detailed review on a very popular restaurant in Disney's Hollywood Studios called Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. The review is going to be from beginning to end. I'm going to tell you what's included. I'm going to share more details on the theming and the backstory because you all know I love the Disney details and of course our overall thoughts on if we feel like it's worth it or not. My hope is that this information will empower you to decide if it's something that's worth it for you and or your family or friends to spend money on during your next Disney trip to Walt Disney World. One thing to note is I have celiac and I have to eat gluten-free, but my husband Michael doesn't have any allergy restrictions, so I really hope that you enjoy the best of both worlds in this review. Some important things for you to know is that Roundup Rodeo Barbecue is Disney's newest table service restaurant at the time of this recording in June of 2023. It opened on March 23rd, 2023, And we've actually had the privilege of eating here twice since we live in Orlando. The first time we went was on March 25th, a couple of days after it opened, which was so fun. And our most recent experience was on June 24th, so approximately three months after opening, if you don't want to do the quick math on that one. And I will say that our experience was drastically different this time versus the first time that we ate there. Honestly, I feel like this is to be expected because whenever there's something new, there's a heightened awareness of attention on whatever it is whether it's a restaurant a resort or anything else that Disney opens there is always a lot of press on whatever is opening and of course over time some things are tried and they just don't work with the operations of whatever is being opened uh, some things are improved upon some things are just completely taken away over time and so of course things are going to evolve and change so in my opinion it's really helpful to focus on more recent reviews if If you are trying to figure out where you want to eat on your Disney vacation versus ones that came out a couple of days or weeks after something first opens, that's when you're going to get more of the quote unquote normal review versus maybe something that is a completely different experience and it's just not what it is today. So definitely something to keep in mind if you are looking at Disney dining reviews for your vacation. As far as the review today, I'm going to primarily focus on our most recent experience. I will mention all of the extra magical moments that happened in our first experience at the end of this episode. The reason why I don't want to bring them up before or even during is because if you don't know that they were a part of the experience, I want you to be able to listen to the review and not feel like something is actively missing or downplaying what the experience is. Okay, so now that we have some of those disclaimers out of the way, let's dive in to the meat, no pun intended, <laughs> Well. Maybe a little bit of what this experience is. Roundup Rodeo Barbecue is a table service restaurant, which means that dining reservations are required. It's located in Disney's Hollywood Studios in Toy Story Land, and it is not a character meal. You can book it for lunch or you can book it for dinner. Both are all you can eat family style meals. You can ask for more of something if you want it, technically, not including the desserts. You can ask for more of the meats if there's something you're enjoying or the salads if you would like. As of this recording, it is $45 per adult and $25 per child. At Disney, a child is ages three through nine, but keep in mind that the prices could potentially change. So if that's something that's important to your decision, be sure to check out the Disney World website for the most up-to-date costs for the restaurant. In my mind, the experience begins once you check in for your reservation. And it's important to know that there is a holding area outside of The restaurant that doesn't have the best shade. Toy Story Land in general is kind of known to be an offender when it comes to not having the best shade. It can be really hot during those warm Florida months where the sun is just beating down on you, which is obviously many months throughout the year. So I think it's just an important thing to note so that you're as prepared as you can be for that. Just make sure you have some water with you and just try to like find the nook and crannies of the shade as best as you can maybe have your cooling towel with you and get it wet before you know you stand outside and just know that that's probably going to be part of your experience because it is such a popular dining experience they are typically running a little bit late so you may be out there for a little bit another thing that happened while we were waiting that is a little bit funny is there are some really large grasshoppers i was joking that they look like mutant grasshoppers that have like eaten roundup or something crazy to just. Just be like humongous and they were just like all over the place in that little holding area which for me as someone who's a little bit afraid of insects was a little bit of a nightmare but it was okay it was a funny experience and the kids really thought that they were really cool so it was fun to see them um, interested in the grasshoppers i will say that the theming of this dining experience is fantastic the cast members are a huge part of what makes it so magical they are really into the story and the theming and they're able to kind of showcase that in a variety Of different ways. The story of this restaurant is that you were shrunk to the size of one of Andy's toys, which is also the story of Toy Story Land. So it fits in really well. And Andy created a new rodeo arena for all of his favorite toys, which just so happens to be the restaurant that you're eating in. And as you step into the dining experience, you become one of Andy's honorary toys. If you've been to Toy Story Land, the theming fits in seamlessly. If you haven't, then just imagine everything in very bright colors. There are a bunch of small details everywhere you look. Everything is larger than life, which really makes you feel like you were shrunk to the size of a toy. And it's a really cool perspective just to have everything so large. And it's very immersive and it's a really fun experience. So I will say the theming is out of this world. It is so fun. When your party gets called, a cast member sets the stage very appropriately by saying, Hey, howdy, hey, fellow toys. I'm looking for the X family. Your toys set of two is ready or whatever it is in terms of your party size and so they really set the tone appropriately for the whole experience right at the beginning which is so fun when you walk into the restaurant there are two main dining rooms and in the first dining room there is a life-size jessie that's riding on the back of Trixie so if you're familiar with Toy Story I'm sure you can kind of picture this in your mind already and then in the second dining room there is Bo Peep and her sheep that are taking a center stage at the rodeo waiting to perform. So overall you're seeing these larger than life objects there are so many details everywhere. There are colored lights actually like in the ceiling if you look up you can tell that the lighting is various different colors. There are bright colors all surrounding you and it's just a really fun environment that's very stimulating there's a lot going on in there but it is so fun. It truly does feel intimate even though there are two really large dining rooms because of the way they're set up I feel like it was really well done. There are a lot of partial walls. There's some low hanging roofs in some areas. It really feels like there are little nooks and crannies for you to kind of sit in. Uh, Both times that we were sat in the restaurant, we actually sat on both sides. Uh, So we got both experiences and both sides, we kind of felt like it was really nice because it felt more private, even though there are two huge rooms that you're being seated in essentially. And it's really not too loud because of the way that it's set up, which I really appreciate because some Disney restaurant's can get very loud and this was not really one of them even though it was filled to capacity both times and there were a lot of people in both rooms it just didn't feel that way because of the way it was set up so that was definitely a plus as well there is a kaleidoscope of toys and games and play sets throughout the restaurant so like I said earlier there's just so much to look at for example in our most recent experience we looked at the floors and we realized we were sitting on happy birthday wrapping paper and on the other side of the dining room some people were sitting on bandanas. So there are details everywhere you look, whether it's on the floor or up on the ceiling or on the walls. So some examples of the walls, there was a puzzle on the wall and there were some pieces missing. So that was a really cute detail. There are playing cards with characters on them. There's a western town with a mine, traystation station play sets. There are just so many different things. Honestly, I could talk about all of the various things that are there for hours. So I won't do that. But just know there are so many fun details to appreciate. So definitely, enjoy that experience and feel free to just point them all out to your family and friends while you're there once you get seated you will notice that there are plates in the middle of the table they look like traditional paper plates and you'll probably assume that they are upon first glance but they're actually real plates so that's definitely a very nice touch it truly feels like you're at a barbecue which of course is the point there are three barbecue sauces on the table there's a classic one a sweet one and a spicy one and they are all gluten free for any of my fellow celiacs or people who are sensitive to gluten you can have them all which is always a huge plus the menu has fun themed names for all of the items so for example there's something called the claw veggie slaw and there's another side that's called slinky dogs mac and cheese and so it's really fun the theming is everywhere not only surrounding you not only by the cast members who are making the magic but also with the menu itself so as far as kind of going over the menu I'm not going to call everything by its fancy name because it's easy to kind of get distracted by that and not be able to focus on what's actually on the menu itself. But the experience itself will start with bread service. And so if you don't have any food allergies, you'll get these cheddar biscuits with a sweet pepper jelly and they are very good, I have been told. So that's definitely something to look forward to if you don't have any restrictions. For my gluten-free friends, you are going to get shrink-wrapped bread at this this point certain restaurants on Disney property have better gluten-free bread than others for whatever reason this is one that comes with the shrink wrap version which isn't ideal but I will say that the rest of the meal is very gluten friendly and very positive so you have a lot to look forward to just maybe not so much the bread but hey there are some positives with that you know it's safe for you to eat and you can just throw it in your bag if it's something you don't want in the moment so that's always a huge plus too the next course of the meal is a salad course and and they bring three salads to the table. The salads that they bring are a tomato salad, a romaine and kale salad, and a watermelon salad. Two of them are a little bit untraditional as far as American salads are concerned. The third is definitely more traditional. It's kind of nice because you get a variety of different things and again if there's one that your family wants and there are some that they don't you can always ask for more so just keep that in mind the next portion of the meal is the meat so if you don't eat meat there is a plant-based option as well the meat platter has smoked ribs brisket sausage pork and chickens so there's a wide variety of meats included for you to choose from the next part of the experience is the sides and so the cast member will ask you to pick four sides for the table so the options are veggie slaw roasted vegetables baked beans loaded potato barrels which was my personal favorite fried pickles mac and cheese and corn on the cob which was michael's personal favorite so hopefully that helps guide you in the right direction but I'm sure you can't go wrong with any of the sides and the fact that you get four is pretty fun as well. So you can try a variety of different things. Another cute thing that the cast members will do when they deliver your sides is they'll say, reach for the sides, fellow toys, and they'll kind of announce them in all of their fun themed names. And so that's definitely a cute thing that the cast members do to make the experience more magical. The last course, of course, is the desserts and you get to pick one per guest. They do come in very small jars, but at this point, You're going to be so full that you're probably going to be glad that that's the case. So if you have any little riders, aka children with you, they can order a Forky cupcake and it is seriously so adorable. So I highly recommend that if they like cupcakes and Forky, of course. As far as the adults are concerned, there are plenty of options, including a lemon and blueberry cheesecake, an apple pie, a chocolate silk pie, and a peach strawberry pie. I will say as far as the gluten-free options, my favorite was the peach strawberry pie pie. And Michael doesn't really like dessert very much, but he did enjoy the lemon and blueberry cheesecake. As far as drinks are concerned, water, soft drinks, juice, coffee, or tea is included in the price of your meal. There are also non-alcoholic and alcoholic specialty beverages that you can purchase for an additional cost that are super fun and themed. I will say that I have not heard the best reviews on the alcoholic specialty beverages, so it's just something to keep in mind if you're not sure if you want to try them or not. But again, this is all up to individual preference, so you may love them. As you're going through the dining experience, you'll hear various announcements that come over the speakers, also known as the walkie-talkie, during your meal. And these are really fun because they really Add to the whole feel of the experience. One of the announcements is about a lemonade stand, another is about a yard sale. There's one called the Party Sorus Rex, and that's a dance break, and the cast members will kind of get into a little bit of a groove for you, and you're welcome to dance at your table as well. So that's a super fun one to see, especially the kids get into. And there's another announcement that asks you essentially to give an applause for the green army men that keep us safe, which is a new addition. That wasn't there the first time, only the second time. And then there's one about Duke Kaboom as well. And then I saved the best one for last. There is an announcement that Andy is coming and that's when everyone in the restaurant has to freeze because Andy's coming and you're a toy room member. And of course the cast members, aka the waiters, will also freeze in the moment no matter what they're doing. So some of them are holding heavy trays or serving tables or whatever and they stop in the moment and they all freeze until all is clear and andy leaves and that is definitely a very fun and magical moment by far the best announcement that you'll see during your dining experience so that's what to expect from the menu and the food that you'll be paying for and the overall experience that you're gonna get including the announcements that help add to your experience so now i want to take a minute to pause and just say okay if that's all that was included do you feel like that would be worth it for you and your family and or your friends to have this dining experience okay so now that you have your answer I'm going to tell you the extra magic that was not there the second time that was there the first time there could be many reasons for this again maybe we just caught it on an off day and uh, they just weren't doing it that day maybe they only do it sometimes for whatever reason or maybe it's gone completely and it's just doesn't happen at all anymore. I would definitely just veer towards it's probably not a part of the experience anymore just so you have your expectations set appropriately and just know that this may not be part of your dining experience and if it does it's a pleasant surprise. That's the way that I would view it but of course it's up to you the way you want to view it. So one of the first things that the cast members did when we walked into the restaurant the first time we ate there was they offered to take our picture as soon as we entered the restaurant. There's a really cute photo opportunity when you enter the restaurant. And so they offered to take our picture there. So of course we took them up on that. They did not offer that the second time. The second thing that was missing was during our first experience, they had stick horses for guests to ride upon when entering the restaurant. And it was so cute and so fun to see. Of course, the kids enjoyed it and they were having so much fun with it, but we even saw adults doing it as they were entering the restaurant. I will say that we did not see any guests on stick horses entering the restaurant during our whole hour plus that we were in the restaurant during our second experience. So again, I just don't know if they're offering that anymore. I did notice that the stick horses were hung up on the wall. So they're still there. We just didn't see any cast members offering that to any guests as they were entering for whatever reason. So I'm just not sure if they're doing that anymore. The third extra magical thing that was no longer offered the second time we were there was flexibility with the food out allergy menu so the cast member we had the first time that we ate there said that hey like if you want an additional side that michael doesn't want that's fine like you have a food allergy so you can pick four and he can pick four if you want he was like very flexible on that but the second time we ate there they were very strict and they said you can only pick four for the table regardless of the allergy so if you want them to be all allergy great but if you don't then you need to like keep that in mind when you're choosing the sides you want for your table. So it seems like they've definitely gotten more strict on that and changed that. Of course, it's not that big of a deal because a lot of them are allergy friendly, but it was definitely something different from our first experience. The fourth thing was that during our first experience, the cast member shared a backstory with us about the restaurant. He went on for a while about how Andy's mom invited us to a barbecue. And honestly, I can't remember all the details and I'm afraid that I would misrepresent what he said but it was really interesting to kind of hear more about the story of the restaurant and exactly what was going on but the weird thing is that none of that is documented on Disney's website I kind of went back to like original PR posts and things like that and I didn't see it in any of that either so I did find that interesting that that's no longer something the cast members are doing as part of the experience the fifth thing in this part kind of broke my heart so if you saw any of the original reviews of this restaurant you probably saw this because so many people were sharing it online there was this huge larger than life pen that they would bring out for you to sign your check with as you left the restaurant and it was such a fun addition everyone was taking pictures videos of it because it's just something silly and something that's extra magical as part of the experience I will say that it was very hard to sign your check with this super large pen so that could have something to do with the fact why they don't bring it out anymore but the cast member did not bring it big pen to sign our check with and I kept an eye out and nobody else in the restaurant had a big pen brought to them either when their check was brought out so I'm just not sure if they're doing that anymore. And the last thing that I will mention is our second experience felt a lot more rushed than the first time we went in. It felt more like a machine the second time like we were rushed to make decisions on our sides. The food was coming out like really quickly in terms of not being able to have enough time to fit finish your course before the next one was coming out it just felt like a more rushed experience overall but granted that's not good or bad because I do recall the first time we went that it felt a little slow and we were in there for a really long time and you know if you're on vacation then you probably only want to spend a certain amount of time dining so I guess that could be a pro or a con just depending on the way you look at it those are all of the extra magic items that happened the first time that didn't happen the second time Again, take it with a grain of salt. I don't know if these are things that are still being offered or not, but I did notice that they were missing during our second experience. So just set your expectations appropriately on those. Overall, I will say the food is excellent. It is really good. The brisket is my favorite as far as the meats are concerned, and the ribs are Michael's favorite. And we would definitely eat here again. Obviously, we already came back a second time, and we would definitely go back again. And we do recommend it overall if you like barbecue and Toy Story. If you don't like barbecue, this restaurant's definitely not for you, and if for some reason you don't like Toy Story theming, I would say this restaurant's probably also not for you, but you do get a lot of good food for your money, and you want to make sure to come hungry to this experience because there are a lot of foods to eat and a lot of variety to choose from, and they all are very good, so that's definitely a huge pro. As far as the gluten-free options for my gluten-free friends, the options are fantastic. Most of the food is already gluten-free, which is is obviously a huge pro your options are very wide at this restaurant of course there are a couple of sides that are not gluten-free and a couple of the desserts are not gluten-free but most of them are which makes the experience even better I will say obviously the bread could use some work but that's okay because honestly you probably aren't gonna want the bread anyway with how much other food you get during this experience the theming is so fun and it really is a great addition to Hollywood Studios I feel like Hollywood Studios needs even more dining than they currently have so I I hope that we continue to see more expansions in the future. That wraps up our review on Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. If you found our review helpful and feel like it empowered you to decide if eating at Roundup Rodeo Barbecue is worth it on your next trip, I would love for you to consider subscribing and leaving a five-star review. It will signal to me that you want more episodes just like this one and it will encourage me to keep going because sometimes I feel like I'm not talking to anyone. And so it's nice to know that you're on the the other side and that you're loving what i'm doing if you have a suggestion for a restaurant that you want me to review in the future then please feel free to email me or message me on instagram all of the information on how to reach me will be in the show notes if you want to connect on a deeper level then join my patreon community you will get authentic insights and exclusive content just for you to help keep the magic alive at home the link to join is in my show notes until next time may your caffeine be strong may the force be with you always i love each and every one of you and i will see you real soon. If you are exiting, please hold on to the handrails and stand clear of the doors until Monorail Supply Co.'s podcast stops completely and the doors open. For those of you remaining on board, get ready for another magical episode.